Welcome back to another episode of Tough Men of Faith. Hey, RT. We're back. We are back. It's, uh, well, we had the interview with Taylor. And, yeah, that was uh, awesome. Yeah, it feels like we're still just kind of getting back into it, though. I know, but I like it. I'm, fe- I'm feeling good about this season. I'm having trouble focusing tonight. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been there this... all day. No, no, no. You have this. Hey, I... don't, don't make fun of my hydro flask. Nick has a hydro flask, and like, there's not words to describe how how big it is. is right. That... <laughs> so, all the people in our family, like, they all carry their own water bottles into like, yeah. Christmas. So, I was trying to be a little pretentious. I thought it was going to be funny, you know, if I got like this giant, basically like a Gatorade size, you know, water jug. What's the, like, how much does that hold? That's bigger than a gallon. It's a gallon. That's a gallon? Yeah. It's just got really good insulation, so it looks Okay, because it's really tall. Like, yeah. It's, it's probably 18 inches yep. tall. Yeah, it's... It's great. Yeah. Um, but I, it's funny because now that I've had it, I find myself drinking at least a gallon of water every day. Yeah. I don't know why, but I feel really good. I Okay. So It's the dumbest looking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's crazy. Thank you. <laughs> it's... So, that's what that's what uh, my wife says, too, when I, I, I like go carrying it out of the house in the morning. She's like, I can't believe you asked for this for Christmas. And I, I tell her, I was like, I can't believe you got it for me. Yeah. I would have never bought this for anybody, but whatever. Honestly, man, you need like some like stonewashed jeans, some work boots, oh, yeah. tank top. You just need to walk into a gym. <laughs> right. Throw that thing around. It's yeah. like the modern day, you're no longer carrying a gallon jug. You have your own hydro flask. I wish that it had like a spout like you could drink out of it. Cause, like, it's too big. I know. I, I feel like I have to like carry a cup with me to pour it you from do. the you flask have a into the cup. cup. Yeah, exactly. I was wondering what was in it, but yep. I guess it's just water. It's just water. Okay. We yep. said you had trouble focusing, so I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, it'll be okay. fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got your Tough Men of Face sticker on it? Man, you know, so that's the thing. She told me that you got to put all your stickers all over this thing. Well, this thing's got it's like billboard room, so mm-hmm. you know I, I put all kinds of stickers on yeah. there. And then it like fell over in the truck. Yeah, like the first day I had it, it like leaned over. It leaks everywhere if you tip it over. It's a hydro flask. It's it a piece of that. junk, dude. It just keeps water cold. And that's all it does. I'm not sure it's a real hydro flask. It might not be. Maybe Amazon sold me like a fake one. Just put the sticker knockoff. Yeah, I don't know. So. I don't know. We need to put a picture on the tough men of faith. Yeah, we might show it later. Page we'll when see. It comes out. All right. So here's what we're doing. Yeah. So last year I hit 20 years of marriage. Jeez. I know. That's a lot. I know. I mean, <laughs> okay. it, it flies by. It's great. Really? Right? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm coming up on number seven now. Yeah. Um, like in like two months, you're number seven. Has it went fast? The first year didn't go fast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the next six, yeah, they're they're flying by. Um, I feel like it, the 20s went fast. So I was asked to speak at, at a conference. And okay. They had me speak on 20 things I've learned in 20 years of marriage. Oh, this should be good. So I I wrote it. I spent some time. Karen and I worked on it together. Really? Yeah. It, it was fun and like. Just practical things. Okay. I never thought I'd use it again. Then when you and I were talking about, hey, what's some things we can do in between interviews? I thought we Just, should talk about that. Yeah. The 20 things. Like, See, there's no way I could do that. I would try to be funny on 10 of them. I tried to be more. funny on some of them. Okay, cool. But it, it helped that Karen was there when I was speaking. So, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> it's a whole lot easier to stay yeah. in the lines. I or... found that sometimes it's not worth <laughs> just trying to get the laugh. Huh. Maybe that's one of the things Maybe you found 21. out. Maybe that's 21. So probably a couple episodes. We'll just see awesome. how long it takes. Yeah, let's see what... You haven't seen the list yet. I haven't. That's what That's what I'm a little nervous about. Yes, yeah, so I'll just like... I'll name it, and then we'll talk a few minutes about it. Right. Talk about what I've learned and, and go from there. So... <laughs> You All got right. producer Blake laughing already, so this is going to be great. Okay, okay. And I don't have a number, but I know there's. T- I'm pretty sure there's 20 here. Okay. All right. Here's the first one. What do you got? Opposites really do attract, and oh, yeah. sometimes you don't find out how different you are until after you say "I do." Wow. Yeah, it's you're right. These are insightful. Yeah. Practical. Like so, <laughs> sometimes you don't know your opposite of your spouse until you get married. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you know before, but right. a lot of well, times you don't find out until afterwards until exactly like how opposite you are. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. I knew we were opposites when we got married. Yeah? Yeah. 
Well, after you say I do, it, it's too late, right? So yeah, oh yeah, you're stuck. Yeah, so oh. you gotta. Which it's, it's not always bad to be opposite. No, it's right? not. I think God puts you together for a yeah, reason. Yeah, there's a reason why she um, needed her eyes opened, and you know, I needed some way to. Wait, wait, wait! Put I a ball and chain no, on wait, me. wait, wait, wait! Did you say she needed her eyes open? <laughs> well, you know, she just thought the world was a much smaller place than it is. Ah, uh, okay. You, know. you need to be careful. The next I, I am. I'm being okay. careful. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna... So here's your two choices. Yeah. When you figure out that you're opposite, you can either resent the person for being different, or you can allow the differences to strengthen you. That's what we did. Good. Yeah. I haven't always done that. Really? Well, not always. Like, okay. A small thing, like Karen's super like clean. Like she thinks everything has a place. Everything's really? picked up. She thought since I was in the army that I would have the same. Okay. The same way. It, I, I am not naturally that way. Gotcha. And so when we first got married, it was like, I thought the clothes just go on the floor. When yeah. you wanted something to wear, you dig through the pile, right. smell it, and that's what you wear if it's good. <laughs> she did not see things that way. Okay. So uh, there's yeah, see, a I'm time. A big, I'm a big organizer. Yeah. And, you know. But if your spouse is not, they can strengthen you in that area. Now, there's a lot yeah. of other areas, right, too, that yeah. they can do that. So. Oh, yeah. So the mm. big thing for me on that, like, if your spouse is different from you in a positive way, right, yeah. can that help make you more like Jesus? Yeah. Strengthen you spiritually right. as well. Yeah, her stepdad, I remember, he told me, he said, no returns. Like yeah. right after we walked down the aisle, like we're going outside to take pictures. And he said, she's yours now and you can't return her. Like, uh, that, that's a very real thing that somebody's told me, but you know, it's, uh, it's awesome yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I think that, well, you just mentioned. We're stuck and we, we had to work it out on our yeah. own. That's what that first year sometimes can be rough for people. Oh yeah. Because right? you're figuring out that, man, not everything's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first year was tough. Awesome, but tough. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, like I lived together or I, I lived by myself for mm-hmm. You know, years, and then we didn't yeah. live together before we got married. So, yeah, you know, when she came home, <laughs> she never, she, she never, never went home. Yeah. She never went back to the place she used to go to. <laughs> I say that all the time, so I don't yeah. get in trouble with it anymore. But you know, that was a that was a big thing to yeah to learn. You know, I loved the first year because I went from living in a college dorm with a bunch of dumb roommates, yeah. and then all of a sudden I get to move in with my best friend with another dumb roommate. Just kidding. <laughs> no, with my best friend. Yeah. And Definitely like living with her better than yeah for sure roommates. Bunch of other guys. There's even some other benefits. So right. uh, it was a great first year. Yep. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. anyways, uh, the second one. Yeah, you ready for number two? I am. Social media lies. What? Yeah. One of the biggest threats I think to marriages is unrealistic expectations. We've talked about this before. We have, yeah. And oh. the big thing on this is though, like we have these expectations sometimes on marriage because we hear someone else talk about how great their marriage is. Yeah. And then social media just like adds fuel to that fire. Yeah, for sure. Like if and not just social media, just the internet alone. The internet I alone, mean, right? Yeah. There's but, uh, so much false information you can find is. that people portray to be real yeah. that isn't necessarily. And no. th- the thing about social media though, it's it's people you know sometimes. Yeah. So like if you get in a disagreement with your spouse, you don't feel appreciated, and then you jump online and this other lady or man puts, man, my my wife, my husband, he's the greatest guy in the world. Yeah. Puts up some pictures of them smiling. You're right. Like, man, they have a great marriage, but yeah. you don't really know what's going on, right? So oh, it's yeah. like the social media is like this false. Hey, hey, you just see the picture that they're trying to paint for you. Yeah. You don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. No, you yeah. don't. Or even like if you're upset because your wife doesn't keep the house clean enough and you get clean enough and you get on Instagram and you see someone else has this yeah, perfectly that's... kept house. Like, yeah. well, they don't have toddlers at home or they don't live with you as a husband, right? <laughs> I mean, there's like there's all these other factors that you can't compare them to. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think the social media is like, I think it, it hurts marriages. Yeah, I agree. Which it wasn't around when I first got married. It's been right. getting married 20 years ago. Yeah. It's like, wow. <laughs> what do you guys do with your free time? <laughs> you know, I've thought about that. I didn't even have MySpace. I remember right. when it came out. Yeah. I know what we did in our free time, but it's 
<laughs> Look at producer Blake. <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> it's like, I set you up. You don't take the bait. He sits there and just laughs. I, I got it in my head. I wasn't I trying to do it on both Everybody points. Everybody did. Um, I, I wasn't trying to make all 20 points in marriage about that. Right. No, yeah. Sorry about that. But I know who I'm talking but to. But it is one of the big points. I mean, it's like that point just carries We'll get over. there. Yeah. It's one of the points. It is. Okay. Go yeah, ahead. I think towards the end. Item number three. Well, wait, the only thing I had on that is yeah, that there's this proverb, 1430. It says, a tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. So the only thing on on social media is that it says envy makes the bones rot. So if you've ever felt that way on social media, yeah. which we've talked about, like the reels and all these things now, and you're right. looking through it, and there's these other people are having these great meals, and they're doing all that. We were just talking about meal prepping, right? Yeah. So that's a big yeah. one on there. Like everyone's like, everyone has their meals prepped for the week on Sunday and it looks so great. And some people do, some people do, but that, that envy can just make you like rot inside. Yeah. It can hurt your marriage because you're getting envious of other marriages. Well, it just kind of goes back to comparing your marriage to anybody else's life or marriage, yeah. you know, just, you're just never going to get any more positive with that. It's true. You ready for number three? I am. We are both awful mind readers. Oh yeah. We're both awful mind readers. Yeah. This one, this one just, we just nail this one. Yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you ever thought, like, how does she know I'm, like, shouldn't she know I'm upset or that bothers me? Yeah. Or I know we have some ladies that listen to this too. So some of these will maybe apply more directly to them. Yeah. But sometimes men need it, like, really spelled out for them. Right. Like, we don't quite get the hint. <laughs> right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's like not, a conversation I, I had on the way over here today. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she, she gave me this look. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, hey, you just kind of, you're going to have to put the crazy back away. <laughs> yeah. And she looked at me and said, now, do you think that's something that you should tell your wife? And I was like, well, when it's needed, yeah. And uh, no, it was not something I needed to say. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. And she laughed about it in the end. Uh, yeah. It took her a while. Then but now it's out here for everyone too to hear. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, I think men are bad at pouting, pouting sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I don't. You never I know do I would that? never do that, but. Really? Uh, I mean, maybe there's some men out there that pout. I have a friend that pouts a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of men that pout. Yeah. He cry, he calls me to tell me about his problems, like why he's pouting. I'm like, just be a man and go talk to your wife and tell her what the issue is. Yeah. So, I think it's the thing guys struggle with. But the it, thing is, like, I don't I don't think we should expect our, our wives to read our minds either. Yeah. Right? It's like, right. here's what's going on. Here's what I'm what's bothering me. Yeah. Hey, look, I have this issue. Um, I'm trying to work through it, but I'm going to need some help from you. Yeah. But I've just found that we're, we're both awful mind readers. Yeah. What are we on? Point four. Things start getting better when I see that I'm the problem. Oh, man. I just had this conversation with somebody. Did you? Yeah. I was like, man, every time that I pray that I want my wife to change, I find myself changing. Yeah. And it makes things better in the end because I start changing a little, which maybe makes her change, but it maybe it just opens my eyes to doing things a different way. Like if you've ever laid like in bed at night, you're having a fight. You're sleeping back to back. Yeah. And you're thinking, if only she would do this differently. Right. If only she would pick this up. If only she would do this. That's the problem. And you just like keep going through this in your mind. Right. Yeah. And then have you ever stopped to think like, maybe it's me. Right. So Romans 3.23 says we're all sinners. Right. So yeah. all means all. Right. So, it's right. Like, so instead of thinking that your spouse is always the problem, begin to realize that, hey, I'm I'm probably the problem here. Yeah. This is, uh, this is one for me that, you know. <laughs> I've slept on the couch many nights, yeah. many nights in a row before I realized it. Not before I realized that I was the problem, but maybe before I even admitted it, even to myself. I think the big thing there is we don't want to take our own sins seriously. Like, well, yeah, so we, it's, we can it's a lot see easier to point out somebody else's yeah, sin. Yeah, we oh. see it in our spouse, but then we overlook it and us is like, yeah, it's small. I'm trying to work on it, but yeah. what you're doing is really the problem. Right. <laughs> and you can't change her, right? So you can change you. Right, so yeah. Good point. Yeah. Nice, nice job. Uh, number five? I don't, five. I don't have these numbered. Oh, okay. Uh, number five, even mother-in-laws can be useful. Yeah. Not something I would have said in the first couple of years of marriage. Right. Definitely something I say at year six and seven. 
Yeah. How's your 20? I mean, you have a really good relationship with your mother-in-law. I do. So Yeah. And when I say mother-in-laws, I really mean like your in-laws in general, yeah. right? So your father-in-law, your, your right. parents and stuff. But for us, it was really personal. And Karen doesn't mind me sharing a story because uh, she shares it a lot. But yeah. probably about year four, I don't know. I have trouble with time. But whenever we had our first child. Well, you've been sure. at it 20 years now. Right. Yeah. yeah been at it a while. <laughs> After we had our first child, Karen uh, had postpartum really bad. Okay. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know anything. I just knew that something's wrong. Right. Things aren't going right. Things you're aren't not, going good at the you're house. You're not saying put the crazy away. I didn't say that, thankfully. <laughs> but I just knew there was a lot going on. So yeah. I remember, and I wasn't super close with my mother-in-law at the time, but I remember picking up the phone and calling her. Yeah. And like, hey, I don't know what to do, but right. things are not going well here at the house. We have this new baby. Yeah. Karen's struggling. I just kind of listed some of the things she's having. Yeah. And she showed up that night. They live a couple hours away. Right. Showed up with a bag in hand, right. which a couple years before I'd have dreaded that, right? When your yeah. mother-in-law shows up and the doorbell rings yeah. and she's there for the hey, bag. Hey, we're here to stay a while. Yeah. <laughs> that day I learned over the next few weeks how thankful I was for my mother-in-law. That's awesome. And, and my father-in-law. Yeah. And just like the family support and realize that marriage isn't just in a silo. Right. Um, that when you get married, you still need other people investing in you, that you're not created alone. Right. That's and it's like, fine. It's good to have, you know, you know, their blood relatives and, you know, the people that have been feeding into them for so long yeah. um, that you can go to for advice and for, you know, the people to lean on. Yeah. That's just, uh, that's well, great. Scripture talks about Titus too, talks about a, you know, an older woman like taking care of investing in younger women. Yeah. Uh, so it's, you need that in marriage. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think even if you don't, I'm blessed with great in-laws, yeah. but if you don't have that, you need to find some older couples. I agree. Whoever that is, that's going to invest in you yep. and, and be there to help you walk through life. Yep. For sure. Um, People that have already done it and lived it. And it's funny, we, you know, we always think that it's different because we're a different generation, but really so many things that you're going through, they've either gone through yeah. or, you know, something similar um, to where they can be, you know, a huge, yeah. a huge hand or a huge benefit to have around. You ready for next one? Yeah. Number six. I don't care doesn't always mean I don't care. What? Did you know that? <laughs> I'm learning something. <laughs> yeah. Now, I understand we're not mind readers, yeah. but there is some discernment in, in beginning to learn that. So when we first got married, I rode motorcycles all the time. Okay. I still, still do, right? Yeah. But back then, I would be one of those guys that would be out on the bike till two in the morning, every Friday and Saturday night, you know, gotcha. just riding around the city. Yeah. And so I would ask her as a good husband, hey, do you care if I go out riding? And she'd be like, yeah, I don't care. Huh. And I found... Then maybe she cared? She cared uh, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes she'd be trying to tell me she cared. And I would push in a way to, be like, to get her to say, I don't care. And then I would go, right? Yeah. So so I, I begin to learn that, hey, I need some discernment to know like what my wife's really, yeah. how she's feeling and picking up on some other cues. And right. The problem is I, I grew up with a bad example on that. Really? Yeah, my dad, he was awful with that. I wouldn't say he's a bad example. Oh, bad example. Really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great example for a guy to learn how to ride a motorcycle from. Um. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, actually no. Uh, Not that either. Um. Well, you know. All right. Now we're all sitting around laughing. But <laughs> I remember hearing some stories, you know, about your dad, you know, passing you on the highway, you know, one twenty, one thirty. He was a nut on a motorcycle. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. But he was a, he was a preacher, right? And so small Baptist church, and I remember. Like he would say some say something he shouldn't sometimes, and my oh, mom man. would. I'm really sorry about what. <laughs> Everything. Everything. I'm dying laughing over. Okay, that. good. My mom would give him a look like you shouldn't say this, right? And he would look at her because you know the look, right? I do. Yeah, I get it. About every other look that I get is the look. He would get it, yeah. and he would just start saying it anyways. <laughs> or my mom used to like kick him underneath the table, like yeah. if he's getting ready to say something. Oh yeah, because he said he always 
My wife does that. She pinches me. Well, okay, so you got the pinch. And then I'm like, hey, why are you pinching me? That's what he would do. He uh, said, why are you kicking me? Right. That's not what you're supposed to do. No, I know. Yeah, well, yeah, you're, because really in that, your wife's trying to make you look good. Yeah, she's trying to, yeah, you're exactly right. Usually, like, to... when I saw my mom do that to my dad, it wasn't that she was necessarily worried about what he was going to say, like, for a lot of reasons. Right. It was because She just didn't want him to look stupid. Hey, you're going to look really dumb saying right. this. You need to shut your mouth. Yep. And that's why I'm kicking you. And they'd yep. be like, why are you kicking me? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I totally get that because I get pinched. You get pinched. Yeah. Well, I think that so where I was going on that point is you just need to know your wife. Right? Absolutely. And, and yeah, know your spouse. Know your spouse and what's yeah. going on. So number seven. Number seven. Bite that tongue. Make it bleed if you must. <laughs> are you just talking to me? I, I know. <laughs> These are things I've learned, right? Okay. Yeah. I heard this quote. I don't, I don't remember who said it, but it was, it's words are free. It's how you use them that may cost you. Uh, yep. So you can use them. Right. They're free to use. But it's going to cost it you. It may cost you. Yep. No, it will cost it, you. It will. It will cost yeah. you. Like, I'm I'm pretty witty. Like, really? I, I usually have great comebacks. Yeah, I do too. Like, on the fly, I am so good at that. See, I get that. But I've learned that that's not always the best gift to have. I've, I've learned that too. Huh? It's, it's not always proved to be helpful in my marriage. Right. And the problem that I have is I don't want to not say that great comeback because... You don't want it to go to waste. It's, it's really funny. Yeah, I don't want it to go to waste. And then, well, I get, then I get myself into a predicament. Like I'm probably currently in, actually. And well, here we Proverbs are. seventeen twenty eight says, "Even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise." So even though so, you have that witty, so my back, wife wouldn't consider me wise. <laughs> no, well, I'm not calling you a fool. Scripture is so <laughs> great, uh, but it's such a great verse. Like to think about because you've seen it before. Like I've seen it. I'm not yep. going to say I've seen it with you, but I probably have. Yeah, you probably have. You've seen this guy, and he just won't shut up. Right. He keeps talking. And talking. He's like the guy that needs pinch under the and table. And he keeps, um, yeah, and he but, keeps digging himself and yep. you're like, man, why don't you just be quiet? Right. Like, if you're just quiet, like, like things will go better for you. You have shovel in your back pocket with your yeah. name on it. Like, quit digging a hole. Yeah, so here's what my, my advice is like, yeah. bite your tongue when that's happening. And if you still feel like you need to say, keep biting your tongue. Then when you start tasting the blood from your right. tongue, just keep biting down. Yeah, yeah then you'll know. That, then you'll know. Yeah, hey, yeah. stupid, stop. Stop, and yeah. if I don't talk, I'll seem intelligent. Yep. Even if you're not, you'll right. seem like it, so. <laughs> And on the on the point for hey stupid stop yeah <laughs> we're probably getting close to uh, time okay. to wrap up this how many episode. did we do how many we covered we got through seven okay um, so let's wrap it up here yeah let's wrap it up here and then come back to it and maybe another episode or two yeah I mean it may take another two episodes we'll see yeah we'll see it's been fun maybe we'll move on move through them a little quicker maybe yeah. we won't. are you learning anything it seems like everything just comes back to bite your tongue stupid um, <laughs> okay. I think that's, that's what I got from it that's so. you know if you learn if you just take that today right and you live that out this next week. Yeah, my, my relationship will It'll be better. Awesome. Mine mine will be better the more I learned that. So great. All right. Thanks for joining us for Tough Men of Faith and looking yeah. forward to talking with you guys next I week. I can't wait to get to the next seven. Let's do it. All right, see you.